Hi there, and welcome back to Mugful of Mimosas, the podcast where nobody has time for proper stemware and nobody has time for judgment, okay? So just grab whatever cup. If it's not that clean, maybe give it a little rinse out before you refill it uh, to talk about today's tea. Uh, so for today's episode, again, we're going a little unscripted. Again, I'm feeling a little nervous about it, but I need to push myself out of my comfort zone. So I'm going to do that with you because this is a safe space, right, bestie? Today, I want to talk about a concept that uh, came up in uh, my session with my therapist, and it really kind of took me by surprise once I was able to put words to what was actually happening. And today's topic is just discussing that I'm having a really hard time reconciling that I can be sad and happy and grateful and frustrated and mad at the same time. If you know me, you know I like to talk TLDR. Today we're kind of talking about living in the multitude of your feelings and how hard that shit is. So make sure that your cup is full before we jump on in. Okay, y'all, feelings. We all have them, right? I wish I didn't. Um... I tell my therapist all the time that I wish I could just feel nothing. <laughs> and then that's when she's like, hmm, should it, maybe it's time to do an assessment to kind of gauge where you are. And then I'm just like, no, no, no. I just don't like feeling bad and sad feelings. Um, and today we were really able to, in our session today, we were able to dig into kind of just like my avoidance of of feeling my feelings and like me telling myself that I'm feeling my feelings but in reality like that's actually not really happening like I'm saying it but I'm not actually living it here is my journey if you are unfamiliar uh I transitioned out of a really high stress uh, role in the education sector uh, the summer of 2022 uh, for some personal reasons, for some health reasons. My husband and I were looking to start a family and I was just overall looking for a more of a slower pace when it came to day to day. High stress wasn't good for me. And uh, I decided to, to make that change. And so since then, I've been trying my hand at a number of creative avenues. Uh, I've been trying my hand at this podcast. And if you're listening, thank you so much. I so, so, so appreciate you being here. Uh, But I've also been trying my hand at my social media and really uh, expanding uh, that uh, and and just making it hit. And I'm not trying to go viral. I don't want to be, I don't necessarily want to be an Instagram celeb, but I do know that I have a good eye. I do know that I have really good taste. I do know that there's just something in my brain that can kind of see what the people want and can replicate that and can give that. And so I know that that's where my eye goes, but I don't need to be some sort of like vapid, like, you know, just influencer person, but I would love to grow my reach on social media so that I can make a difference, so that I can 
influence people in terms of things that I really like, things that make my life easy, things that make my life more enjoyable and make my life more accessible. Just like to share the things that I know and my knowledge with others. And I've been trying to make that happen. Um, And last week, I hit a pretty frustrating and annoying roadblock uh, where Instagram seemed to think that I sold my account to some third-party service to get more likes and followers and then barred me from following anybody, from liking any posts, from making any comments on any posts. And I was just beside myself, y'all. I just was like so incensed and so defeated and so just like let down and just like critical of myself and and the things I kept like repeating in my brain or just like you know like you've been waiting for the other shoe to drop and you know like it was only a matter of time like why do you think that you can hit it big on this sort of platform like millions of people are on the these platforms every day trying to hit it big like what makes you so special and that just like that critical voice that just kept and this was that this was the fuel for that fire for that critical voice Uh, that was what that voice needed to like really flourish and it hit me like a ton of bricks and I just I just went into this this headspace of fuck it burn it all down I don't give a fuck just like I'll just cancel, I'll just delete the whole thing and just like throw it in the trash, you know, and just, I don't want to do it anymore because it's never going to happen for me and, and I just can't, I can't take it, woe is me and, and all of that. And then like, then on the flip side, I think about how lucky I am to be living the life that I'm living I am, you know, not currently working full time, but with, you know, by the grace of God, number one, and my mom, number two, and my husband, number three, you know, my family was able to create a support net for me to be able to, you know, make it so that I can, you know, live my life and not feel like a burden to the ones I love. And y'all, that shit is is stressful. (laughs) as much as as much as I'm grateful for it it's all stressful and all of this it just bubbles up every single possible feeling I can think of until my brain goes into short circuit I am upset with what has happened in the circumstance and why doesn't Instagram like see what it is that I'm like trying to do and I'm trying to have like a positive impact on people and I'm trying to get my reach out there and why in the world would I sell my information to that like that's so corny and dumb and then I'm frustrated because it's just like why isn't this happening for me you know like what what am I what am I doing wrong and then I'm sad because it's just like I would really love for this to take off and I'm like upset with myself because how how bad I want it to take off and I'm mad that I want it as bad as I want it. And then I'm angry with myself for not feeling grateful about being support. Y'all, literally, it is a death spiral of emotions in my 
flipping brain. And it's just, it's just been like this constantly for a week as I'm reminded every time I try to go do something on Instagram that I'm allowed to like make posts and I'm allowed to like see things, but I'm not allowed. Like this restriction was just, it just struck this chord in me and it just really put me in a sad place, not even like a a bad place or a negative, like a sad place. And it literally felt like I had um, a little cloud over my head, you know, like wherever I was going. And, you know, I, I just struggle. I struggle with knowing that I'm living a dream life. Not honestly, I'm not even living a dream life. I'm living my dream life. And, and like having a hard time reconciling, like what role did I have in manifesting the situation that I'm in right now? Like, take a breath, deep breath. Normally I would cut something like this out, but I'm not even going to cut it out. I'm just going to leave it in so that you could see in real time what it's like to stop yourself in in that spiral. And so the challenge right now that I was given by my therapist is being okay with living in the dichotomy that I can be hurt and disappointed and upset about what happened with my Instagram and at the same time be hella grateful for, you know, not having a boss to answer to or not having any, you know, urgent looming deadlines coming up. But then again, back to being sad about, you know, not having a steady income right now coming in so that I can, you know, do things that make me happy like shop. So it's just... That was my homework for my therapy session is to just like feel my feelings and I just don't want to. And the worst part about even saying that I don't want to is I hear my therapist and I laugh. We laugh so much and we laugh so often when when this happens because whenever I say like I don't want to, I already know I hear her brain. I hear her voice in my brain saying you already know, like, it doesn't matter if you want to or not. Are you going to do it or not? Like, there are only two options. You do it or not. You, you know, move forward or you don't. So just like even thinking that, even recognizing that thought that I don't want to feel my feelings is already a step in the right direction because I'm acknowledging that I'm not doing it and then I'm getting fucking real with myself like I'm 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 not and I think like that is that is the thing like you know in the past on this podcast we've talked about fake it till you believe it again not fake it till you make it we don't subscribe to that fake it until you believe it and I'm just having a really hard time believing myself right now when I tell myself, 
you know, that this is temporary, that this will pass and things will get better. And, you know, I was joking that I was like contemplating getting another tattoo with the phrase peaks and valleys somewhere like tattooed on my body where it's like visible. So hopefully on like on my arms. But then I was just like, as I'm actively in the middle of tattoo removal, I just remember the pain of that before I get tempted to get any more new art on my body. Although I really am, I really am tempted to to get that phrase put on me somehow, somewhere, because I got to remember it. I got to remember that everything is a peak and a valley so that I can more deeply enjoy the the peaks and, you know, not worry, not spend my energy worrying about the upcoming valley, but just like living in that peak and enjoying that moment because just coming to terms with the fact, I know a valley is coming. Like it is coming, but behind that one is another peak and behind that one is another valley. And just reminding myself and and coming to terms with the fact that everything is cyclical and everything is a loop and you know every peak has a valley you know every wave has a crest and life has its ups and downs you know like in one breath, you could be, in one ear, you could be receiving good news, and in the other ear, you could be receiving bad news. But that's neither here nor there because the assignment is to feel my feelings. So the question is, how do I do that without coming off as selfish and making things? And feeling like I'm making things all about me. And again, just even saying that phrase, feeling like something that my therapist also says, that I also hear on the Chani Astrology podcast. So if you don't listen to that, I will definitely link that in the description box of this episode. But feelings are not facts. Feelings are not facts. And you can feel something. And have it be completely separate from the fact that actually happened. So whenever I'm really deep in a feeling, my kind of go-to has been to just remind myself that feelings aren't facts. And while that is true, I think that in this season of trying to dive deeper and figure out how to feel my feelings because that's the thing I now have time to feel my feelings in the past I've always been able to conveniently use the excuse of being extremely busy at work or having some really high powered projects or really high stakes decisions to make or or meetings to prepare for I've always been able to hide behind the facade of being busy and being important and being needed. And now that I'm not busy and I'm not as needed as I was in my former life, I 
don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with these feelings because all I've ever known is you stuff them down because the project at hand is more important. You'll have time to feel bad later, you know, and now I'm here at this place as a grown ass woman and I don't know how to feel my feelings and that's crazy as hell as somebody who's, you know, like almost into their 40s and, you know, thinking about family planning and and having a child. That shit is terrifying to me. Like I'm I don't know how to feel my feelings. How am I supposed to teach a child that, you know? And gosh, boy oh boy, here we are in another feelings spiral of being, you know, like nervous and you know, scared, can I do it? Like, am I, am I, you know, am I up to the task? You know, do I have the right skills? And, and which then leads me to the secondary issue here when I'm overwhelmed with feelings and I do try to let myself feel my feelings is my brain goes into short circuit and it seems like the blue screen of death for my brain and that's what it feels like to me whenever I allow myself to to actually like sit and think and feel all my feelings but there has to be a way for me to give myself the space and the grace um to to be able to do that and know and understand that it's not going to come easy and not all feelings feel good some feelings feel bad and in the bad of it in the bad of those feelings that's when you that's when you grow that's when you learn the lessons that's when you learn what your boundaries are, you know, like what you won't tolerate, you know, what you, what you want, what makes you happy, what brings you joy, what brings you fulfillment. And just reminding myself that not all feelings feel good and that's okay. Some feelings do feel bad and one, that's okay. And two, there's a reason. There's something. There's something that you're getting out of that bad feeling. You know, if you are embarrassed about something, then maybe there's an action that you don't do again. If you go to a meeting and you're ill-prepared and you're super embarrassed, maybe the lesson you learn there is that like you need to be more prepared for meetings. If you're feeling overwhelmed about something maybe that means that you need to take a different course of action or recalibrate your plan but all feelings serve a purpose the bad feelings and the sad feelings are there for lessons and to to guide us and mold us into who we end up becoming and the good feelings are there to remind us of of everything of the people that we love in our lives that are so important to us of our hard work when we achieve a goal or have some sort of success you know of 
you know, the people we love when, you know, we are proud of someone, you know, for achieving something. It's just, I have to remind myself over and over and over that all feelings, all of them, even the bad ones, serve a purpose because I've just been so, I've spent so much time stamping down the bad feelings and not addressing them that now every bad feeling feels at a level 10 when it's really maybe only a level one, if that at all. But since I just don't have that practice of feeling them and just letting them pass through me or, you know, getting through them, I I don't know what to do with them. And when they come, I get scared and I just put them away. And this is what this season is for. This season is to is to just wear them out, wear out all those feelings, wear out the happy ones, wear out the sad ones, wear out the scary ones, wear out the bad ones, the fearful ones, all of them, because it was very hard for me to let myself feel anything other than the good feelings when I was working full time because there were so many, so many bad ones that it just felt like I would drown if I just like let myself feel those feelings. But knowing now that I have the tools and the support system in my husband, in my mom, in my therapist, in my journaling, in my meditation practice. And when I say meditation practice, I I, I want to be very clear because when I hear other people say that, I think, oh my gosh, this person meditates every single day and it's so consistent. I don't, I, that, I can't tell you the last time I actually like formally meditated, like sat down in the quiet and meditated. And that's okay because that's just my practice. My practice is I meditate when I, I feel like I need it. And I feel like I can put time in my day for it. So if you're trying to start up a meditation practice, I want you to not feel bad about like not being consistent. Even if the last time you did it was like two weeks, even if you do it very sporadically, like don't feel bad. Your practice is your practice because you are your unique you. Anyway, um, but the fact of the matter is that I have tools now and I need to lean on those tools and feel those feelings because the more I don't feel those bad feelings, the more fleeting those good feelings become because then I just don't know how to feel feelings, right? Like, because when the good comes, then I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's so great. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. But we have to be prepared for when this is over, for when the other shoe drops. And living like that is just exhausting. It's just exhausting. And I definitely think that caught up to me. Um, in my session today with my therapist, I just, I felt very exhausted from running from my bad and sad and mad feelings and I guess it's just time to face the music and feel those feelings so if you have any tips or tricks 
on what you do to feel your feelings super, super triple deeply uh, because that is the the help and support that I need from this community. Um, drop me a, a an answer in the Q&A below so that uh, I can get my life together. The one thing I will say about this whole feelings and feeling your feelings thing that I feel like I kind of, I feel like it's a, a tip that I can give. I can't give y'all much tips, but I can give you this one, which is if you don't already get yourself a feelings wheel, literally Google feelings wheel, print it out or get yourself a feelings wheel sticker. Uh, one of my favorite gift shops, uh, the Hilarious Humanitarian, she sells a bomb feelings wheel sticker. I can also put that in the description box below. Um, anything that has just like a chart with like feeling words. It's been incredibly helpful for me to discern what are the feelings that I'm feeling when I can put a name to the thing that my body is feeling. And it's, you know, it's not on you to have this very eloquent vocabulary. I, I read a lot and I have a pretty big vocabulary and these feeling wheels and, and feelings charts have been super invaluable to me because it really helps me to get targeted in how I'm feeling um, and get nitty gritty uh, to really dig in as I'm like settling and living in my feelings rather than just like acknowledging that I have that feeling and then stamping it down. Um, it's been completely invaluable to me to be able to get as drilled down in the feeling other than like, I'm not just angry. Like I'm not just frustrated. I am annoyed. I'm not, you know, just happy. I'm not just proud. I'm confident, you know, just to, to really drill in and get specific so that I can start relearning how to sit with whatever is the feel of the day in my body. And babies, that is all she wrote uh, because we have reached the end of this episode. I really kind of laid myself out bare to you so if we know each other in real life you know challenge me ask me what I'm feeling when you see me and challenge me to use a specific feeling word and if we don't know each other in real life tell me how you're feeling in the Q&A uh below <laughs> so that we can be together on this learning to feel our feelings journey all right as always, thank you so, so much for listening to this week's mug full of mimosas with Liz. If you can, you know the drill. Please leave me a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, because it really does help spread the word for the pod. And if you have a friend who you think might love mug full of mimosas, please feel free to share. Feel free to follow me on Instagram or TikTok at LizLaughLoveNYC. See you guys next week and make sure between now and then your cup stays full. Bye.